0: Be sure to check out www.dailynews.com. WW Daily News provides articles and other information about the Walt Disney Company and more. Be sure to follow them on Twitter at WW Daily News, a proud partner of Sorcerer Radio.
1: You're listening to DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. Following is an original production of the Sorcerer Radio Network. Sorcerer Radio. Have some bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. We're burning daylight behind you next drive straight toward water so soft you I'm here so soft you know I'm here
0: For the headlines from the Walt Disney World Resort, it's DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening to Sorcerer Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening over at the Walt Disney World Resort. Jeff Davis here with you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now at 865 days. Without a nighttime parade over at the Magic Kingdom, no announcements for it. Nothing. No announcement whatsoever. But the good thing was, and this had nothing to do with the parades, nothing, we did have a big announcement yesterday that we are going to talk about here on Press Row today. But I don't want to get to that first. I want to talk about this headline first, okay? Now, (laughs) when it comes to parking at Walt Disney World, there is plenty of parking for everyone. Now, there are times when, you know, like New Year's Eve comes around or maybe Christmas Day at the Magic Kingdom. Things kind of get full and the parking lot may get full, but Disney will find another spot for you to park. It may be one of the other parks. So you just have to be a little patient, work with them as best you can everything else. So we all deal with that. None of us like to be parked at the very end of a row. We all hate that. You're counting the cars as you're entering the parking lot of the Magic Kingdom. And you're going, okay, looks like this many spaces are available. There are this many vehicles in front of me. Got a good chance of being in the middle or maybe up in the front. And then all of a sudden, the cast member goes, stop right here, head all the way down on this row. And you're like on the next to the last spot. You're the furthest almost possible away from... The tram's heading over to the ticket and transportation system. And it's it's annoying. It's frustrating. I get frustrated about it. I'm not immune to it in any way. Trust me. Nicole will tell you. Jeff coming. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I can't believe we have to park there. I got to walk all... But you're walking all day anyway. You're putting, what, 10 miles worth of walking in at the Magic Kingdom? Maybe more? Either way, you just got to walk. And that's just the way it is. So... Even though I'm guilty of it myself, we all have to calm down a little bit when it comes to parking at Walt Disney World. Because we do get frustrated. But there was a situation that happened this past weekend that just kind of blew my mind. And the two stories, they're both different. There's no doubt about this whatsoever. They're both different. Here's what happened. One woman who was uh, driving on Sunday stopped in the parking lot to wait for a car to back out. Uh, with the intention of taking the spot that they saw. So this woman told deputies that a man driving in a gray SUV from the opposite direction sped up and tried to cut them off to get the space. She said they almost crashed into them. Was the situation. The woman also said her hun- that the uh, person in the other vehicle raised... Uh, no, I'm, let me back out. I'm getting confused here. Hold on. So the woman in that vehicle said her husband raised her fist at the guy in the SUV. Saying, you know, oh, I can't believe, you know, you took my parking spot. You got in my way. You almost crashed into me. How dare you? We've all done it. We've all done it. I get that. But then th- the husband said it looked like he was lifting a semi-automatic handgun above the steering wheel and pointing it at them. Whoa. Slow down! (laughs) A handgun? A semi automatic handgun? Over a parking spot? Okay, that's a little extreme. But then the story on the other side of it, the person who was driving the other SUV said, We didn't raise any type of a semi automatic gun whatsoever. That person said, My husband made an angry gesture. With his wallet, not a gun in his hand. She also reportedly declared that the two were concealed weapon permit holders, and they did have a gun in the vehicle. If you have a permit for it, concealed weapon permit and the permit for the gun, everything else, all of your documentation, that's fine. So the two stories don't match up. He had his wallet in his hand. Now, he may have had that wallet in his hand because he had to pay for parking before, or he had to show a card to a cast member before, and just had his wallet in his hand. I don't know. I wasn't there. But here's the thing. I get the fact that some people want to feel protected. I I do understand that. I do understand, you know, your rights to own a gun and your rights to have a concealed carry and everything else. That's fine. As I always tell people, you know, leave those those guns either at home or if you're going to bring them with you, leave them in your vehicle. That's where that's where they need to be. Don't try to take them in the park. But here's the thing. If this guy did take his gun out and hold it on the steering wheel, provoking them, that is the wrong thing to do. Absolutely the wrong thing to do. You don't do something like like that because it escalates the situation into something that it does not have to be. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just a parking spot. Like I said before, there are parking spots all over Walt Disney World that you can use. And you're going to be walking all day anyway. Was it an elderly couple that was involved? I think it was. So it may have been a handicapped spot. I don't know for sure. I need to double-check all of the articles that have come out about this. You know, so Disney Security got involved The Orange County Sheriff's Office got involved. Haven't heard anything about it since, but it just made me shake my head. There's nothing worth pulling a gun out, if that is the case, over something as simple as just a parking spot. So you might have to walk a little further. And at the same time, think about this. If you see somebody waiting for a parking spot, do not try to cut them off to get it yourself. That's just rude. That's inconsiderate. They were in line before you to grab that spot. Don't cut them off. Find another parking spot. Enjoy your day at the Magic Kingdom. Enjoy your day at Walt Disney World. Or, you know, this situation holds for anywhere that you might be, whether it be your hometown or somewhere else. Don't cut people off like that. That's just rude. If you see they're trying to get in the spot, it's not going to hurt you. To walk a few extra steps here and there. Especially when you're out Walt Disney World. You want to leave all these different problems behind when you're vacationing at Walt Disney World. You don't want to deal with this stuff. So take it easy out there. If you've got concealed weapons and you've got permits for them in your vehicle, keep them concealed. They're there for your protection. I get that. And you have a right to have them if you have the appropriate permits and paperwork and everything else but keep them concealed. Don't take a gun out just because you're upset with someone if they may have hit you or came close to hitting you. That does not warrant you taking a gun out. Okay? Good grief. Wow. <laughs> but we all need to be a little more patient when it comes to parking spots at Walt Disney World. I'm guilty of it, too. I'm preaching to myself. I'm not just preaching to with you. All right, so let's move on. Maria and Enzo's Restaurante. Over at Disney Springs has brought their 40% discount to the Walt Disney World Resort annual pass holders during lunchtime, beginning at 1130 a.m. daily. Now, Maria Enzo's offers authentic Sicilian dishes, such as uh, the chicken parmesan, the spaghetti and meatballs, and all that stuff. Uh, So you you can look at their full menu over on their website. Now, the restaurant tells the story of an immigrant couple from Italy whose dream was to have a restaurant in the terminal to celebrate the golden age of travel. It's real nice. The offer is valid now through May the 31st. 2019 is not valid with any other offer or during brunch. So make sure you remember that. All right. Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope. They have got a brand new meet and greet location in the Imageworks area of the Imagination Pavilion. Now, the new meet and greet area is adjacent to the Imagination Institute's new experiment. It's a portal into other dimensions named The Link. The portal opened a window on the Internet for Ralph and Vanellope. To step through, according to Disney Parks blog, now cast members only allow Ralph and Vanellope to use the link when taking or returning from their break. Ralph and Vanellope enter the link accompanied by sounds and lighting that transports them across the internet. Now, like their last meeting greet area, it was just a backdrop. It was fine for the temporary location that it had. But the way that we see this, the uh, amount of time that Disney and creativity that Disney has put into this meet and greet area, we think it's going to be very, very permanent. A permanent addition when it comes to the image works with Wreck-It Ralph and Vanellope. I've seen videos of it. It looks fantastic. I'm glad that they have an actual home. So another spot from over there in Interventions is now vacant. We'll talk about that in a second. All right. So. What else do we have here? All right. Let's talk Epcot in more detail. Yesterday on the Disney Parks block. Now, Okay. Let me back up. D23, the last time we had it a year and a half ago. we got another one coming up this summer in Anaheim, California. So almost two years ago at D23 at the Parks and Resorts panel, Disney... Let us all know that they have big plans for Epcot. We're going to be changing things at Epcot because it's time for an update. A lot of people very, very happy about this. Looking forward to all of the changes that are going to be coming. So the different announcements that they had at the time was for uh, the Ratatouille attraction. They had one for Guardians of the Galaxy. The roller coaster, which is replacing the Universe of Energy, Ellen's Energy Adventure. And then also we had the, what was it? The space-themed restaurant right there adjacent to Mission Space in Future World. All fantastic announcements. Love them all. I, I was so excited. Cannot wait to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Very interested to see what they do with the Ratatouille attraction. And then also definitely want to try the new restaurant next to Mission Space and Future World. And then they talked about uh, Illuminations going away, a show in 2019, which we are at, which is going to take over later on in the year for a limited time. And then in 2020, a whole brand new permanent show for the Lagoon there in the World Showcase, of course, replacing Illuminations, Reflections of Earth. So that was a fantastic one. Circle Vision uh, for uh, China, I believe, and also Canada are going to get big revisions as well. Uh, so we had those announcements. So, some pretty good stuff. But there are so many other areas of Future World that at, at Epcot that we were concerned with that Disney has not told us about. They have not leaked any information. And then just all of a sudden yesterday, I don't know what happened or why they picked this date, but boom. Here is what's coming to Epcot now. So they shared some new concept art that reveals details not only on a new entrance for Epcot as part of this, you know, big multi-year transformation that Epcot is going to go through, but they also shared the plans for an upcoming play pavilion. That's what they say. Quote is like anything unlike anything you've ever seen at a park. Which is really exciting. So the pictures that I'm looking at, a complete reimagining, really of the entrance for Epcot. Leave a legacy where it currently is, going away, going away, being moved into a new setting, located just outside the parks. Getaway or gateway. I'm sorry. Uh, additional significant redevelopment is going to happen around Spaceship Earth. But the way I look at it is this. Uh, With the concept art that they gave us, Uh, some very pretty trees, and it's that center area where a lot of the festival promotion is going on, where it says, you know, Food and Wine Festival, Festival of the Arts, and everything else, where you take pictures, where you first enter Epcot. From what this looks like, that area is completely redone with just trees, trees. Do I think they should do away with the signs that they put up for the different festivals? I don't think so. A lot of people love taking photos in that area. So hopefully that will continue. But from the concept art, again, Leave a Legacy completely gone. We know over the years, Leave a Legacy started off fantastic. People were excited about it. And then Disney just kind of stopped doing it. They didn't talk about it anymore. They didn't promote it anymore. And it just became an eyesore for Epcot. And at the same time, it funneled everybody into two different walkways to get really in and out of Epcot for the entrance and for the exit. So it bottlenecked everybody to go around that center section. And that's how you got through. From the concept art, getting rid of Leave a Legacy opens up so much space there for the Epcot entrance for you to go through. It looks like it would be a lot of great picture opportunities in different areas. Maybe you'll see some character meet and greets in this area as well, because like I said, you've got plenty of space to do it. Now, at the same time, when they talk about redoing some of the entrance, they're also talking about some of the um, maybe the retro looks of what Epcot used to be. Back when Epcot center opened up in the 80s. The fountain there, right before you get to Spaceship Earth, uh, had a very interesting uh, type of um, piece of art that had lights up underneath it. It was almost crystal-like in some form or fashion. had the Epcot uh, logo on it, and it would change colors. It was beautiful, absolutely wonderful. But the picture that I looked at, here is uh, The fountain has... That piece of art again, but kind of reimagined what they say, Disney, and this is their what they said specifically, quote, this new design will pay homage to the original park entrance with a fresh take on classic elements. So when I talk about that big piece of art they had in the fountain, it looks like that is back in there as well, which I think is fantastic. I absolutely love it. You still have the monorail, of course, going around from the left-hand side, around Spaceship Earth, coming back to the right-hand side, and then stopping there. Does it look like... I don't see any hotel that has been rumored for the past few months at Epcot. There at the entrance. They don't show anything like that. But it does look just a lot more inviting of an entrance to go to Epcot and enjoy your day and not have to look at what I call an eyesore and that's Leave a Legacy. Now, do I think if they're going to relocate Leave a Legacy, will they start promoting it again? I'm guessing so. If they're going to relocate the entire thing, you might as well start getting your money's worth out of it. I haven't personally done Leave a Legacy. Nicole, I don't think, either, has done Leave a Legacy. So if they start promoting it and doing it again, that's something that uh, we're going to look into. And possibly, hey, yeah, I would love to get something done on Leave a Legacy. I'm hoping it's going to stick around like it has now. But it's fantastic. This, this entrance looks fantastic for Epcot. It, I'm sure it will have modifications when we actually see it for the first time. It'll look a little bit different when, than what the uh, concept art looks like, but this looks really, really nice. I just absolutely love this. Very excited, very excited, very excited. So they talked about a play pavilion. The new first-of-a-kind play pavilion is going to be devoted to playful fun and feature an innovative city that will come to life under the dome of the unnamed pavilion previously known as Wonders of Life. The Pavilion's city will be bursting with interactive experiences, your favorite Disney characters, hands-on activities, and engaging entertainment when it opens for the first time for the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. Zach Ridley, who is the uh, portfolio executive of Walt Disney Imagineering, said this. This innovative new pavilion is beyond anything we've ever created and is completely unique to Epcot built on the power of play. It introduces an immersive and interactive city where you can explore, create, and interact with some of your favorite Disney characters. This is an experience worthy of our bold vision for Epcot and another signature element of, of our transformation. For how long now have we sat there and looked at the wonders of life pavilion and wondered, what are you going to do with this structure? For some time now and it has been a festival center, especially for Festival of the Arts, Food and Wine Fest, big time for Food and Wine Festival lots of different exhibits going on in there shopping uh, demonstrations all kinds of different things utilizing the space for so long they didn't do anything with it it just sat there and we know some of the older attractions of Wonders of Life are still around in the buildings parts of the building they don't want you to go into we know it's still there but I'm guessing they're just going to gut the entire inside of this thing change it all up and make it into a clay area from what I'm looking at the concept art I see, uh, you know, billboards. I see hotel. I see cinema. All kinds of different things. I, is that an incredible symbol? I don't know. I don't think it is. But it's a totally different look, completely and total. And the word play, interactive and in play. That sounds a lot to me like what interventions used to be. It was interactive. You learned and you played and you saw characters. So, are we seeing all of Innoventions now being moved into a new concept play area in the Wonders of Life Pavilion? To me, that's what it looks like. That's what I see happening. But that raises the question what would happen with the Innoventions area? We know it's almost completely and totally empty. Mickey and Minnie are still over there, a couple of other characters. Ralph and Vanellope have moved from that location. So they're slowly moving things out. But what's going to go on there? Are we talking about new restaurants, new counter service, new stores for merchandise opportunities? There's a lot of great space there in the interventions area that's just not being used. So maybe with interventions. You know, in some form or fashion, being moved into with this new play area that they are calling it into the Wonders of Line Pavilion opens up a lot for Disney to do with it. That is really, really exciting. And concept art, again, looks like a lot of fun. It looks bright. It looks flashy. Like you would really have a good time inside of the space. Finally, there's one other thing. Now, there's a lot going on when it comes to the reimagining of Epcot in some form or fashion. Lots of different things going on. So, there's going to be a new Experience Center that is giving guests the opportunity to look into the future at the upcoming projects that are coming to a- Epcot later this year. The new Experience Center will be located in the Odyssey Events Pavilion. And it's going to feature interactive exhibits that will help guests visualize park projects throughout the entire period of the transformation. So you want to see something visual when it comes to all this. They did it with the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. They had models and different things that you could go and look at. They had it also with Pandora, the world of Avatar, especially like at D23. They had models showing you this is what it's going to look like. I'm guessing the same type of things will be happening inside of the odyssey events pavilion with this new experience center. So, all in all, lots of different things happening when it comes to Epcot. I still think we have more information that's going to come out to us, but so far this is what we've got. Guardians of the Galaxy themed roller coaster in Future World. Epcot Forever. That's the new 2019 limited-time nighttime experience over World Showcase Lagoon that is set to classic Epcot tunes. That'll be followed by an all-new nighttime spectacular debuting in 2020. Then you've got the space-themed table service restaurant next to Mission Space. You've got Remy's Ratatouille Adventure attraction over in France. Goes after the movie Ratatouille. Everybody's going to love it. And they say it's patterned after the number one family attraction in Disneyland Paris. So that's going to be really cool. Then, of course, Circle Vision 360 film for the China Pavilion and an updated Canada 360 show. Then again, signature dining experience inspired by the natural beauty of Japan is coming. Then also, Beauty and the Beast sing-along in the France Pavilion showing an addition to the Pavilion's current film, Impressions of France. So a lot of stuff coming to Epcot. Now you've got this play area. Now you have the Experience Center. And then bringing you into Epcot is a whole new entrance. Getting you ready to exper- experience epcot itself and it's just fantastic i love this concept art are they going to stay true to it probably not it'll change little by little i'm sure like all concept arts do remember the concept art that came out with new Fantasyland? that changed a whole bunch whole bunch that changed And I'm really looking forward to all of this. If you want to check out more about it and read the entire article, you can head over to the Disney Parks blog. They've got all the information there. But also, we posted the article as well, along with a few other things, over at srsounds.com. Make sure you head over there and check out the article. So those are your headlines from the Walt Disney World Resorts here on Press Row. Well,
1: that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com expedition roasters the originators of specialty themed coffees invite you to take another great adventure in brewing our latest travels from around the world brings to you our new private reserve teas these premium whole leaf teas are crafted from the finest teas and ingredients from across the globe like our handcrafted coffees each unique tea blend is inspired by a pop culture theme and features exclusive art from guest artists From our bold black teas, to floral white teas, to a soothing herbal tea, we have a tea to fit your mood. And to start you off on this journey, we're offering 15% off our teas with code T15 through February 28th. That's TEA15. So visit expeditionroasters.com for a new way to brew your happy place. Missing the scents of Disney? Three Chicky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney inspired scents in their home fragrance line wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring the scents of Disney to your home, visit their website, www.magicallyscented.com. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true, moments last a lifetime, and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To book your magical Walt Disney World vacation, call Storybook Destinations at 1-844-TO-STORY or visit storybookdestinations.com.
0: Sorcerer Radio presents Epcot Hour. Soar high above the magic in Future World. Or take in the tunes at World Showcase with bands like Off Kilter. Epcot Hour, part of the magic on Sorcerer Radio. SRSound.com
1: If you have a Disney related business or product and would like help getting the word out, become a sponsor of Social Radio today. For more information, please contact our business office via email at sponsors at srsounds.com
0: our word from the voice of Disney California Adventure, Camille Dixon.
1: In just a few minutes, the lights surrounding Paradise Bay will be dimmed so you can fully experience Disney's thrilling, nighttime spectacular, World of Color. Hi, this is Camille Dixon, the voice of Disney California Adventure, and you're listening to Sorcerer Radio. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Young yeah, <laughs> You think Calypso music is hot? You wait till you taste the pepper on this one. Ha!
0: Ico Ico brings us to the end of our show thanks for checking out the podcast now if you need to get in contact with me send me an email send it to DW60 at SRSounds.com you can contact me on Twitter at DW underscore 60 you can send a message to the DW60 Press Row Facebook page or you can contact me in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone if you want to hear DW60 in its entirety listen every single Friday morning 8 a.m. Eastern Time with a replay at 7 p.m. Eastern over at SRSounds.com. This is Jeff Davis, TW60's Press Row Podcasts. Have a magical day.
1: No, my boys and your boys.
0: DisneyLiveCams.com is the place that brings magic into your home via live video and web cameras. The staff at Disney Live Cams scours the internet for only the best live Disney feeds. Watch from the comfort of your home or workplace. Be sure to check out the Downtown Disney Camp every night for a wonderful view of Epcot's Reflections of Earth. Feel free to enjoy the Disney Live Cams featured articles. Join the fun with our discussion boxes. And best of all, it's free. Visit DisneyLiveCams.com. Tell your friends and share the magic. DisneyLiveCams.com. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast.